0: Hello and welcome to episode 25 of the Untranslatable podcast, settling in in a new city. uh, We are here to discuss some tips, tricks, and ways you can get settled in whenever you are moving somewhere new. It can always be a little scary and daunting in the beginning, so we hope we can help you out today with our episode. I am here with my guy who does not lie and is also super fly, my buddy, Jared. What's going on, Jared?
1: Hey there. Spoiler alert, I'm terrible at settling into new cities. I mean, I've lived in Philadelphia for three years, and I don't think I've done a great job of settling in. So uh, we're not professionals. (laughs) Maybe Chad is. I mean, that's not the point. I'm getting ahead of myself. I had just had some coffee, and I think it woke me up a little bit. There you go. Um, Hey, speaking of waking up, follow us at uh, untranslatable1 on Twitter, and our... our Instagram untranslatable podcast is really waking up. Yes, Chad sir. and I are going rapid fire on that puppy. We're not. We're 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 coming for Instagram. We're taking it all. That's right. We have a plan. We're committed. Conquering I mean, the gram. Plan is saying a lot, but you know we post stuff. Right. Finally, people can see what uh, Komutov looks like. People can yes, see sir. what uh, that church that got moved looked like. That was pretty crazy I'm still crazy, trying to figure that it? out. I mean, yeah, dude,
0: I, I'll have to try to go visit it again and uh, do some serious analysis. That's and the see thing, if there's no videos. I mean. Right? Well, uh, it was done in the 70s. Maybe that's why. Oh, yeah,
1: wait. There could be videos then. Maybe. We'll have to look. There we'll are scour there the were, interwebs video. For in our listeners 70s. out there. You could record right. a video in the 70s. Uh, if you have that video, email it to us at theuntranslatablepodcast at gmail.com, please. Um, or tell us other stuff you can, but yeah, also send us, send us a video of how they moved that, uh, Castel Nanabizzetti. Not too bad. That was pretty good. So guess what? What? Uh, Never mind. Never mind. <laughs> no, I got super <laughs> that, distracted. That
0: is the worst way to do it. Guess what? Well, I'll
1: tell you what, I'll tell you what it is. I was telling you that, um, I was waiting for a delivery to, uh, come during the, uh, during the pod.
0: Mm-hmm
1: and uh that it probably wouldn't but uh like i'm gonna stop the pod if it comes i just saw the truck drive away (laughs) oh no okay but it was ups i think it might be usps that's why i said never mind okay gotcha Uh,
0: well just so our listeners all know out there jared is uh super
1: dedicated (laughs) to this pod no it's only because i live in the city and getting packages is so hard because like they don't like to just leave them there which is fair because it's you know on a pretty major street and it was just like yeah it's uh you got to be there to get it or else they're going to you else you have to go to the post office like it's then it's like what is this 1913 right got on my horse and go to the post office <laughs> right
0: <laughs> actually dude it was crazy in my orientation speaking of like post offices they told us if we send anything through customs to always set the value under $20 because what happens is if you send anything that the value is over $20, you actually have to go to the customs office in Prague. So I have to get on a bus for an hour and 45 minutes <laughs> and then wait in line and talk to these you know, customs officers to pick up my package. And my check is definitely not good enough yet where I could even right. do that probably. But I got to say, man, Google Translate has saved my life a couple times. I had a teacher come into my office the other day and she wants to teach me check, and she, it was it was the coolest she thing, dude. Just, did she, she just
1: offer it to you?
0: Well, well. So my my mentor had had mentioned that she wanted to kind of. I told my mentor early on in our email correspondence. I wanted to find like a like a check conversation partner where they can teach me check. I'll teach them English, and you know, right. kind of do that. Well, that's cool. And so, she, yeah, and so she literally came in. I kid you not, dude, with a piece of paper. And she used Google Translate, but but it was fine. It translated it, <laughs> <laughs> it translated it fine. And on the one side, it was all in English, and it said, you know, I I want to teach you check. I've already, um, you know, borrowed a book for you to use. What does uh, she teach I, at the school? Um, she's actually she's actually not a teacher. I believe she's an accountant. Believe it or not.
1: Oh, so she just works in a behind the uh, behind, behind the, the scenes. scenes.
0: Yeah, she she's the next office over from my office, but she's a super nice. Uh, woman and uh, it was just so funny because she literally i kid you not man she knocked on my door and when she knocked on my door I, she's one of the ones i know doesn't really speak very much english so i'm like oh no like if she's gonna ask me like where one of the other teachers are and right. check i'm just gonna be like uh and then but she came in and part. handed me the piece of paper think about what
1: you were saying she was walking in and you knew that she didn't really speak english that well mm-hmm. and you were like oh no like uh, how am i gonna say this how am i gonna communicate with her she just imagine her writing that thing down on the notepad. Imagining like her giving that to you, like God, I hope I did this right. I hope he understands it. Well, she was no probably no. Feeling-
0: you you misunderstood. So she literally went online, went on Google Translate, and she read translated it. You, right? it. No 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 no. She translated it. She printed it both sides. Check on the one side, English on the other, and gave me the slip of paper.
1: Oh okay, wow. Which I
0: thought was really clever though. Because <laughs> she on the paper she was telling me, you know, she wants to teach me check. What size was the piece of paper? just a little almost like a i mean it was folded into fourths so it was kind of the size of like a sticky note you know um but it was only a couple of sentences but i just thought it was a really creative way to uh communicate something with me which i thought was great because when when she knocked on the door i was just like oh no i'm not going to be able to tell her what i need to tell her in check i'm not even close to that level
1: So, so so all you have to do is give like a or yes or a no
0: yeah, and then I pulled up Google Translate and typed a couple things in Google Translate and then I put it in check and she was like shaking her head. And then she typed a couple things in so Google Translate. So she knows no well. English? Not very much. But see, what I've also noticed so far here is a lot of people who say they don't really speak English. I think there's some of them that legitimately don't speak very much English, but there's a lot of them who I think are just very shy and you feel say that a every little time You've intimidated. Sat, said it a couple
1: times, but right. she seems to be going to through like like, if she, like, if she can't speak English at this point it's just like you're going through some lengths like right. I under, I understand that uh, I appreciate okay with it but you are going through some lengths to not speak it at all so well, I don't I don't think she speaks very much English
0: I think she can understand some because I've said some things to her in it right and it seems like she gets what I'm saying um, but yeah I gotta give her a lot of credit um, and I thought that was just a cool way to communicate with someone who doesn't you know, speak the language. And a few of the other teachers at my school, we speak German. So it's really funny. I'll be speaking English with my English teacher colleagues. And then another teacher will walk in and ask me something in German, and then I'll switch into German and we'll have a little conversation. So oh, it's has that been like a little
1: saving grace for you? Oh, for sure. Why? So they, So a lot of people there speak German? I wouldn't say a
0: lot, but I think a lot of the – I would say teachers between the ages of 40 – and 60, because most of them retire after 60. Um, they usually can speak a little German. They may have studied it in school, maybe. Um, but the problem is also, teachers in that age range, a lot of them were forced to study Russian because that's when the Russians invaded the Czech Republic.
1: Right. And so, yeah. Okay. So, you guys are going to teach each other uh, the language. When do you start? Uh, hopefully next week, um,
0: we haven't nailed out a plan yet because my teaching plan still isn't a hundred percent solidified yet. And also my plan for a couple extracurricular activities haven't also been solidified. So after that, then we'll, uh, we'll meet up with, uh, my laptop and Google translate again and figure out a time.
1: So do you, do you have a plan of how the teaching would go? Like, as it, you get one lesson, she gets another or...
0: I think what we'll do is probably do like a, maybe a 45 minute lesson and half will be me doing some basic English phrases. Half will be her teaching me some basic Czech phrases. I think Only it's really going to be, that's actually the standard lesson time here in the Czech Republic. Yeah. 45 minutes.
1: That's nothing.
0: I know. Right. How well, they feel we could about, do an hour? So
1: how do they feel about when we have like hour and a half, two hour classes?
0: I told my colleagues over over the summer I was (laughs) basically, yeah, I told my colleagues that I was teaching a class over the summer that was uh, 120 minutes, so two hours. And you should have seen the look on their faces, man. Like I've had a three hour class before. Oh, me too. I mean, all of my graduate seminars were three hours. Yeah. Every single one of them.
1: I mean, people kind of people's jaws dropped when I tell them I listen to like three hour podcasts, though. Right. And I'm like, yeah, you know. It's just what happens when you have a lot of free time <laughs> exactly exactly oh.
0: but yeah so enough about me though man what's been going on with you how's uh how's piano and everything been going
1: piano's been going good piano's been going good um i'm trying to practice more i've been getting lazy i, I said i had been getting lazy a little bit but i think i have been my um i want to get a new piano mm-hmm. i've been um looking online for like i always randomly look on craigslist like i saw a good one yesterday but it was like two hours away i was like it's not that good i don't feel like driving two hours to get it right. um can you fit that in your car not a piano a keyboard i can though okay gotcha. i've been looking at both i kind of prefer a keyboard because i don't know if i could really like my, my piano teacher was convincing me that i could have a piano in my place but i don't know if i could it might be a little too loud okay. um plus you gotta worry about tuning it right transporting right, right, it right, right. Right. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. I'd have to at least move it to my place. And I, I, obviously you, can't, you have to do that professionally. I can't just get a U-Haul and do it myself. <laughs> right. Uh, I'll right. fly
0: over from the Czech Republic to Philly <laughs> and we'll just
1: carry this piano. Um, so she said that her aunt or something, she's kind of older, so her aunt is probably much older, is trying to get rid of a piano and she'd get rid of it for like 200 bucks. And I was like, all right, I might be willing to pay to have a mover move it if the mm-hmm. piano is 200 bucks um but that but she's like all right well it, she told me about this a while ago so let me see if it's still for sale it wasn't still for sale I was like all right thanks so um <laughs> so um what was it? oh yeah so then she a couple like a week later she emailed me she's like uh, so i found this other panel for sale uh let me like let me know what you think of about it and uh six thousand dollars and i was like wow and I was like just yeah, no, I was a little out of my uh, oh, she's like I'm not sure if it's out of your price range or not. She <laughs> had that in the book too. She's like, yeah, just a little out of the price range. She also mentioned that um maybe they'd offer a payment plan. And I was like, I'm not trying to like I'm not trying to get a lo- like what do you get I a like loan this is not this is yeah, this is not you're not my financial advisor and this for a good reason. Right. <laughs> these right. Are not good uh recommendations you're giving. I'm not going to do, do a payment plan. But um it was a nice piano. I mean, I was like, yeah.
0: I would hope so for six grand. Although I'm sure that's really cheap in the grand scheme of like how much a piano oh, yeah. really costs. I
1: played. I I played a recital a year or two ago. Guess how much the piano was? Just guess.
0: Probably a hundred grand.
1: No, it was uh, more. Yeah. Uh,
0: three hundred grand. Three
1: hundred eighty grand. Wow,
0: almost four hundred grand!
1: It was like a recreation, and I believe it was on sale. Uh, no, oh, maybe wow. it was, excuse me. It was four. That was the original price. It was on sale for like three fifteen, I believe. Oh no, biggie! But uh, it's a <laughs> change. <laughs> but uh, and I remember, like there were kids at this recital too, and one of the, one of the parents was like <laughs> to said to the kid, "This costs more than our house." <laughs> right. But apparently, it was. I don't remember exactly what it was called because this was like a year or two ago. But it it was. Um, like a recreation of some famous, uh, classic, like famous classical uh, pianist uh, piano. Like it was like apparently okay. like a recreation using the same like wood and all this crazy stuff. Oh, cool. Okay. So it seemed like it was worth it, but I, was, I you, you look like I literally did a double take. I was like, is that trying to figure out first? I was like, wow, only three thousand three thirty. 000. I was like three. I was like, what?
0: That's crazy. <clears throat> but yeah. Do, do you? I could literally, with that amount of money, I could. Build a house, yeah. small house, put yeah, a recording I mean, studio in it. Yeah, buy a bunch of really nice electric guitars, acoustic guitars, whatever. Yeah, and still probably have some left over. Yes, for well, that one piano. I mean,
1: not that much. I don't think you'd have that much left over.
0: Well, you know, I'm a budget shopper, so I'd make it work. But, but yeah, <laughs> that's crazy, though, dude. That's that, so. By wild. the way,
1: that all, that what you just said there explains like the mentality of why most people that win the lottery end up broke. A couple of years later, <laughs> <laughs> right. That was the exact mentality. All I'm going to do is buy this, 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 a small this, a couple of guitars, <laughs> at a recording studio, and by then I'd probably still have plenty to, to last me a, for from there. I was like, yeah, maybe two grand, <laughs> right? Right. Look in the bank account, and it's like I thought huh. there would be more zeros on that. Weird. <laughs> oh, that's great. That went quick. But yeah, you could definitely live live comfortably for a couple of years. Right. I
0: remember at our, at our alma mater, uh, Albion College, we had, uh, you know, I, as you know, Jared, but our listeners probably don't. I used to work in the music department and I studied music. And so uh, we had this really nice Blutner piano, which was from Germany, I'm pretty sure. I know that the company is German. And I thought they said that this piano that they rented was uh, was crazy expensive. Um,
1: Blutner.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Are you looking it up? I am, I, well, I don't even know uh, what the model was, but it was a beautiful piano. And I mean, you know, I'm not, I'm no like piano aficionado, but that thing sounded amazing.
1: Do, um oh, I believe it. Uh, the, the, the keys is what, what really felt amazing for me when I was uh, using that, you know, $300,000 piano. Like the keys had like this amazing weight to it. I almost was a little disappointed that like, Um, I hadn't practiced in anything. I'd never played in anything close to that nice before because I feel like it it took some getting used to that I didn't have. Oh, for sure. Oh, for sure. That would throw you off, especially, I mean, I've only dabbled
0: in a little bit of piano and keyboard because I had to for my music major, Mm -hmm. but like playing a keyboard that doesn't have weighted keys versus weighted keys and then, you know, I used to mess around on the grand piano we had in, in like the jazz band rehearsal room. And, oh, yeah, dude, it's, it's night and day. And I think even, like, the better quality, just that I don't know what the right piano term is. But in guitar, we'd, like, kind of call it the action. Just it feels yeah, way right. different, you know. It's, yeah, yeah,
1: like, I have a weighted keyboard now, but it's not a great one. Mm-hmm. Um, but then I always, I don't always, but every now and again when I'm, like, um, you know, in piano practice. And I'm trying to, especially, you notice a lot when you're doing, like, dynamics and stuff like that, obviously. Right. Um. And sometimes some weird like finger motions. That's like, man, I'm just like, like it takes some getting used to even to play on her like normal upright piano in her house. But right. then it, even stepping from her upright piano to that thing, I was like, this is a whole different level of action. Like it took a little bit more like force, but because mm-hmm. of the more force, you could play like a, I don't know, you could play like a quieter note easier. I felt interesting. Like, okay, because I felt like with that more force, also you had more control.
0: Okay, yeah, that makes sense. And it was that it was sense. super
1: nice. Uh, wow, we really went off about this piano. Um,
0: Nothing wrong with that. I think our listeners yeah, hopefully we, appreciate <laughs> music and. Uh, yeah,
1: it was very piano. nice. It was very nice. And, and I and so like, when I was offered the upright piano, I was like, the one that was two hundred dollars, not the one that mm-hmm. was a uh, six six grand, less. with the payment I, plan. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was like, man, I would really like to have that kind of piano in my like over e- even over the nicest keyboard I can get. Mm-hmm. Um, cause it's just going to be so much, ni- it's going to be so much nicer. Of a, and you can um, do
0: more with the da- dynamics of an upright piano versus a keyboard without a right. doubt.
1: Yeah. Even the nicest of, even with the nicest of keyboards, I think. Mm-hmm. But, um, who knows? I'm still looking, you know, I, I just, I, I, I just scroll through Craigslist every now and again, or like, like uh piano stores around me, see what they have. Nice. But, um, yeah. That's also, like, an investment, though, you know? Like, even if you find, like, a cheap one, it's like, yeah, this is a cheap one, but I'm just going to want a night- a better one soon. Right. So you yeah, also have sense. to balance that with it.
0: Oh, for sure. Most definitely. Speaking of music, I had my first uh, Czech choir rehearsal last night.
1: Yeah, you mentioned this to me, and I had so many questions. I did not know you were... Are you in the choir? Yeah. Oh, yeah. How did it was you... Fu- how does, wh- what, tell me about this choir. Okay, so... Um so the
0: choir name is, um, Aurum, which is, uh, I don't know if it's Czech or Latin for gold. Um, and it is a men and women's <laughs> choir oh, shit, that gold. my, uh, uh-huh, <laughs> my, uh, my, uh, mentor and one of my, uh, colleagues at the school I teach English in, in the Czech Republic, she's a part of the choir. So during our email correspondence, I told her, you know, I'm interested in playing music. I want to get
1: involved did you say um, you wanted to sing or you just said you were a guitarist well and she and you like, no you, i well i told i told her i was a guitarist and then she you're asked, not i know i mean you know you can't sing but i never really considered you a singer right i didn't, I oh, didn't know for, you were a singer Oh, for
0: sure i would i would consider myself probably and maybe this is kind of a weird way to to you know kind of level it um or rank it but i would consider myself a guitarist probably first a musician second It should probably be flipped the other way. And I should be a musician first guitar a second, but what's the guitar just the difference. I think is if you're, if you're like, when I think of myself as either a guitarist or a musician, I think of um, just, I associate music with guitar. Right. Whereas I think a musician associates um, like using the guitar as a vehicle as, to uh, make that's the just music
1: part of the music. Exactly. Right. Whereas okay. for me, so like, more of I, like a composerish brain. Right. Exactly. Than an actual ex- like singular musicians. I know, e- like an instrument's brain.
0: Ex- exactly. And then, and then I would say probably third and, and definitely last would be singer. Right. Um, but I think one of the reasons too why you probably wouldn't consider me a singer um, is because I sing bass and most of the guitar music that we play, like or any rock, punk, jazz really there's not a ton of, well, I guess there is some singing and jazz. Um, it's usually too high for my range, but anyways, so, so that's a, that's another talk for another time. But so I told her, you know, she told me she was a part of a choir. I told her I would love to go to rehearsal and you know, if they have spots, I would love to sing. Chad, you're such a yes
1: man. I love it.
0: We'll get to, we'll get to that when we talk about our main segment as well, um, <laughs> about settling in. But, um, yeah, so so she invited me to go with her last week, and I was just super tired. So I was like, uh, I got some stuff to do. I'm really tired. It's so cool if I go the following week. And and my mentor is a very smart woman, and she said, well, thankfully, I told the choir you were going to be coming this week or next week. So I was like, yes, I don't feel bad for like she missing
1: for uh, Chad's flakiness.
0: <laughs> exactly, exactly. So I went with her. <laughs> And uh, she said, yeah, you can just take a seat and just listen. And I thought, you know, this is over an hour rehearsal. I'm not just going to sit and listen. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> to sing. So let these so pipes I didn't, uh, out for I a little uh, ex- Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And thankfully, I, I sat by the other bass oh, in the hello. choir. So that was really nice. And I didn't know a lot of the words. And a lot of these pieces, they had already memorized. So they weren't using the sheet music. So I basically... Thankfully, the conductor or the director of the choir, she was doing a really good job of, you know, mouthing the words really clearly. So I pretty much just watched her the whole time and just try to listen with my right ear because the other bass singer was right next to me on my right. Right. And it worked out pretty well. And it was really funny because we had like a a little break in between the uh, rehearsal. And uh, a couple of the people came up to me, and they were like, "They were like, we heard you singing, we're happy you're here." So they I was like, English. "Wow, that's really nice." Uh, yeah, a couple of them did. One okay. of them was a former English teacher, and the other one had uh, okay. a couple of friends who were Americans. So yeah. Oh nice. So what other questions have you got for me though about this
1: choir experience? Um, so it's not it's, okay. Well, my what's my one of the questions was, what's it affiliated? Who's it affiliated with? I think it's
0: just like an independent. Like you just you just go and, and you sing. There's uh nineteen Do of you guys, us Okay, nineteen No, sorry, go ahead. So there's nineteen of us. I think there's like seven or I'm the eighth guy maybe the rest of are, are you women. the youngest?
1: Oh dude without a doubt.
0: Oh you're the without youngest without by like
1: twenty, thirty years. <laughs> I'd say probably
0: at least ten or fifteen, yeah.
1: Okay, okay. That's mm-hmm. not
0: terrible then. It's... Right.
1: Not that old people are bad.
0: <laughs> no, and, and it, it's been, it was really fun And there is, what's really funny is there are these two sisters um, That are in the choir And they sat on like opposite ends of the room And the whole time they were just making comments to the director I obviously didn't understand them because my check's not very good But yeah. everyone else was laughing and cracking up So have I have just to- kind of laughed with them
1: <laughs> Have I told you about the concerts that I go to at um, Like like at this, per- this person's house Kind of out mm-hmm. in the, I guess you'd say like in the suburbs In the middle of nowhere okay. In the burbs? My piano teacher, oh, like a couple of years ago, maybe, I mean, I've been with her for like over two years, so maybe like a year and a half ago or something like that, she told mm-hmm. me that she knows of this guy that puts on the concerts in his house, and they're like ch- essentially chamber concerts, oh, because cool. he has it's in like in his living room, and he doesn't live it's in like a mansion. It's like a little
0: Schubertiada.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. And he doesn't live in a mansion by any means. It's a, uh, you know, upper middle class house, but it's not, mm-hmm. it's, you know, it's it's a normal sized house. It's nothing that'll blow your right. mind away. Um. And uh, they have, a, like, a living room, and they clear it out, and they put a bunch of seats in there. And then the piano is in front, and then every now and again, they'll have, like, there's always almost always a piano. Every now and again, there'll be a singer or, like, a cellist or a, a oh, cool. viola or vi- violin, you know, depending on, who, you know. He, he actually will go through, like, some sort of directory of some sort of, you know, whatever it is. I don't know what it is. And, uh, like, you know, I, I think he hires them, because he, he actually charges for the concerts. And, like, there'll be, like, okay. maybe anywhere from 20 to – at most thirty people in his living room. Do you have people a permit just... for that? <laughs> permit, Patty's gonna come get him. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Oh, too uh, good. And uh, yeah, he puts on these little concerts, and I've been to a bunch of them. I've seen, uh, yeah, I've seen a lot of cool stuff.
0: That's awesome. I'm actually going to a uh, big band concert tomorrow in the uh, the atrium at Komutov. At, uh, so that
1: will be. cool. Oh, that's cool. Is it
0: outside? Yeah. Yes, sir.
1: Oh, nice. Uh, oh yeah, I want to hear about this. I'll so, tell you uh, about it on our next episode for sure. Do you guys um, perform? Yeah, we're gonna perform at. There's You're like already a in? Fest- There's no audition. You're in. Uh, yeah. Okay. I yeah. Well,
0: the, well, I think, um, I think if I was a woman, maybe they'd be more selective because they already <laughs> have a lot of women singers. That sounds like a men's right act. Men's Rights Act, <laughs> the Red Pill, <laughs> uh, but th- but there's only like I said, there's only like seven or eight men, and actually they only have two okay. tenors, so one of the women who can sing lower is a tenor with the other men, gotcha. and then I'm the third bass, and I think there's two baritones.
1: Okay, that's cool.
0: Yeah, so it's it's been great, and uh, um, it's also been nice trying to sing in check. Uh, there's a there were a couple pieces in check. You have this R. With a hot check, which is like the little hook over it. And it's a combination of the R and the Z sound in check. And somehow you have to do those two that sounds sound at what? the same time. And there was this piece we were singing. It was really fast. And there were three words with like a that, that R sound, like right after each other. And I literally just kind of looked around and didn't sing that part because it was just not so on my level yet.
1: When was this first rehearsal you went to in relation to today? yesterday last night really yeah and how last do you night. How, how quickly are you picking up on these songs
0: most of it's by ear and i mean i've i've been lucky i feel like i have a decent ear probably just from years of playing music and learning a lot of guitar music by ear but they weren't just singing
1: the song through over and over again were they i mean there were
0: parts that they repeated but a lot but a lot of it if you understand where do they like a lot music? of these they did, but like I said, most of the stuff was memorized, so they didn't bust out any sheet music. I mean,
1: did you at least get to look at it? Nope. nope. Okay. But see, I think I think that, I think the, that I think the rehearsal was yeah.
0: more. <laughs> maybe yeah. I think the I think the mentality was though is I was just supposed to be there and just kind of sit and listen, and if I enjoyed it, I could join the choir. Well,
1: the but like I told you, so
0: much. Exactly. You had exactly. Had to get up On your feet. That's right. It was like a, it was like in a gospel church, my man. We were standing up and clapping and do they get paid for some of these gigs? I don't f- I would assume if there is any payment, I would assume it's used for like sheet music right. and like also, other, how much other you stuff get like
1: if it's split in 19 ways. Exactly. Like here's here's <laughs> 5 cro- 5 euros for everyone. Right. I guess it's better it, than nothing though.
0: Right. But yeah, so we'll be singing at a Christmas concert. There's also a festival in like the next town over. So but, but so also, sorry, I, I kind of skipped your question. So the way that I was able to sing along with a lot of this is, oh, right. Um, a lot of them were older Latin pieces, um, like church music, liturgical music, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, a lot of that stuff, y- your ear can kind of tell just which way it's going to go, right? You'll hear a chord and, oh, this is going to be the dominant, you know, five chord, right. then resolves to the one or things like that.
1: And since I've been learning my little s- singing piece that I'm learning, you know, mm-hmm. the mm-hmm. I, I think I mentioned that to you. I've also my my uh, piano teacher is also I, I think I have it somewhere here. Just oh anyway, my piano teacher has also been explaining to me like um, how uh, you really sing just the vowels and how the consonants break that up. Yep. And so um, how you there's like a, a like. I'm gonna just get it so I can explain it. Uh, easier. It, that makes
0: sense, though. Um, you know, and when I was singing, because I'm a bass, I mean, you just kind of have to imagine where the bass line is going to go. And most of the time, most of the time, you can guess it. Um, not always, but most of the time right. um, with s- certain types of bass lines so if like, you've sung bass. Yeah, go ahead. This
1: like music piece thing has like it, e e, it, e, e, e. Like it just has like the mm-hmm. sounds that you would be making rather right. than the actual. And I was like, yeah. All you have to do, I guess, theoretically, is just pick that up, and it's probably even a little bit easier on base to pick that up, mm-hmm. and then, uh, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, Is it there any other uh, weird, not weird, any other things that you're, uh, I'll say weird, yeah, it is a little weird, any other uh, things that, that you're doing? You're joining, like, a uh, rowing team also or something that I don't know about? Not, not yet, uh, not yet. Planning on, uh, I, I don't know if I told
0: you I got a bike over the weekend, so planning on going on some oh, serious yes. bike rides, so that'll yes. be pretty sweet. Oh, yeah, we did talk about that on the last episode. I wish we could do some on the the bike again.
1: I want to do do at least one podcast where one of us is outside. (laughs) I don't know why. I don't know how we can
0: do that without Wi-Fi, but we'll we'll figure it out. I mean,
1: I could do it. It would have to be me because I have an easier access to uh, um, at least using my data. Like you can't, you can't just casually FaceTime. No, definitely. Definitely not. I have unlimited data. Uh, so not, Oh, nice.
0: Well, look at, look at you over here, Mr. (laughs) Unlimited data. I only got five gigs a month. So, Oh, even back
1: in a, Oh, you mean now or right uh, now? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, Right now. Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, but uh, you were asking any other weird things. Um, this wasn't really weird, but I thought this was just very, um, it was just a good question by a student of mine today in class. We were talking about cultural differences and stereotypes and generalizations about the United States, the UK, and the Czech Republic. And my student decided to ask me something that was, um, I don't know, as you would kind of say, it was a little, what's that word you would use? Quirky. There we go. That's what I was (laughs) waiting for. He asked me uh, if there are any odd things that I've noticed about the Czech Republic. And usually when students ask me questions, I have an answer pretty quick. But Gross. that one definitely made me think a minute. And, and I was like, I was like, you know, so far there's nothing that's been really that odd or unusual per se. But one thing that is different, at least, that I've noticed from schools in the United States, most students in the Czech Republic have like a pair of flip-flops or crocs, I kid you not, crocs, flip-flops, something that they wear in the school and they keep those shoes in the school so they don't get dirty. So, I mean, that's outside, great. like a wabaki is. if you've right. ever I mean,
1: seen um t- uh Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Oh, there you go.
0: But yeah, I mean it makes sense. Um and we were actually told in our, our, our orientation that there's this there's usually I wouldn't a, laugh
1: at the Crocs if it's used in that application like that. It right, me either. literally just like it's literally like a house shoe for schools. Ex- exactly, house that's pretty much like what it grandma. is, right?
0: <laughs> but but I'm still not used uh, to all the socks and sandals because I see those too, like outside when people are walking around, and I just so I just can't do it.
1: You're saying you're saying that Czech people don't have style?
0: No, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying they're. Their footwear choices are a little different than what my choices would be.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of the socks. I'm not a big fan of wearing sandals, period. Me either. Me either. I don't understand people that just walk around at flip flops like they're comfortable. It's like, who, yeah, are, you, I, who are you fooling I, right now? Exa-
0: exactly. I can't do it either. It's I can't like, do it either. You have some, but, uh, some support anywhere on your feet? Exactly. But uh, I think it's at time, Jared. We need to uh, give some shout outs and send some positivity out in the world exactly um do you want to go first with your shout out
1: uh sure sure uh, my um my mom texted me a selfie of her and my dad hiking along the uh montoroso mountains uh to vanazza in italy yesterday mm-hmm. and uh they're in europe for a month oh nice and uh shout out to them for living their best life and uh They're both retired well my dad's partially Retired but my mom is and uh, I think it's a that's That's like a you know goals I Would say just like to be able to just go to um, Europe for a month once You're retired that's nice I like that This is like their second year I think making it a thing because yet last year They went to France for a month Oh cool and they I think they're definitely Living their best life yeah That's for sure
0: well Nice well my shout out is uh a, a, a little A little heavier than that um, I want to give I want to give a shout out
1: No, no, I wanna, no Go ahead Sorry I want to
0: give a shout out to A gentleman named Blaine Hodge And you may have heard about this In the news Jared um, Maybe not um, But there was a gentleman Who uh, Named Blaine Hodge He's 27 And uh, He uh, Defended a woman in a Starbucks And he got stabbed by this guy With a machete
1: Ooh, someone was robbing a Starbucks with a no, machete? No, no, no.
0: So, so what happened was, so, um, so Blaine Hodge uh, was in a Starbucks, and this woman ran into the store and basically was like, help me, help me, you know, this guy's going to kill me. I guess it was her uh, boyfriend or something. Um, I don't know. But basically, um, the attacker um, was trying to come at her with a machete, um, and this guy jumped in front of her and, uh, got stabbed a couple times in the hand in the arm. Um, thankfully the, the assailant, uh, I'm not even going to say his name cause he doesn't deserve it. Um, he was arrested and charged with attempted murder assault with a deadly weapon and also resisting arrest. And Hodge is now in the hospital. The woman is also in the hospital. Um, but apparently both of them are doing much better. So serious shout out to, um, Blaine Hodge, that is such a brave thing to do—to to be willing to take a machete for somebody you don't even know. Um, and, yeah. and they interviewed him, and he just said, you know, I, he couldn't—he couldn't stand there and just let this poor woman get killed. So, shout out to him. That takes some serious courage. Um, we need a lot more people like that out there in our society. Um, so, yeah, we send I, it's, you it's so all of our, our just, good vibes.
1: To just uh, look at it and be like, that's none of my business, and exactly keep moving. Exactly.
0: Well, Jared, I think uh, I think it's that time, don't you?
1: I, I, I think it is. I mean, I'm checking my clock, <laughs> and I believe that's the uh, unforgettable cuckoo of the untranslatable owl. Yes, sir. Every All time right, I well, say owl, I'm like, it's not a fucking owl. I always whisper whatever in my, in my head. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter.
0: It sounds like what you want it to sound like, Jared. That's the beauty of art. It's uh, up to interpretation. That's true.
1: That's true. It's an owl, everyone. <clears throat>
0: all right, so I want to give you one, Jared. And I tried to do some that were all different languages. One, because I knew I wouldn't repeat them, ideally, because uh, we repeated some on our last episode. You did. And and two, these just seemed very interesting. So this one is actually Polish. And it is... Ni tzerk, ni moje which means, not my circus, not my monkeys.
1: Uh... Kind of the opposite of what Blaine Hodge said. It yeah. Kinda, Hit that ham like, horn, my man. <laughs> it kind of yes, sounds sir. like not my problem. Like exactly. Not, uh, yeah.
0: It, that's exactly what it, it means. With
1: me. yep. Not my problem. Yep. Not my problem. Mm hmm. Yeah. See, that's, that's the exact sort of attitude we don't need in this world. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, okay. My first one is Portuguese. Um Dadeus Nosis aquem now tem dentis. Some of those words you probably could pick out. Is dentis like something Deus, with teeth? Yes.
0: Deus is God. Yep.
1: Right? Yep. Can you say okay.
0: it one more time for me?
1: Dadeus nosis aqu now tem dentis.
0: Okay, yeah, I don't know. Can you give me the uh the, the literal translation?
1: God gives nuts to
0: those who don't have teeth. Oh, God gives nuts to those who don't have teeth. That's really funny because my next idiom uh, or untranslatable also has uh, um, nuts in there. So that's kind of funny. (laughs) Um, We didn't plan that either. But um, let's see here. God gives nuts to those who don't have teeth. So that's basically like, um, I don't know, you uh, you can't just expect like life to always give you lemons. I don't know.
1: Uh no no, no okay. No. Uh, what it uh actually means is uh, what a waste, uh, used when an opportunity isn't seized. So essentially, it was just ah, like uh, someone wasting okay. an opportunity, and so it's like God gives these good nuts to people that can't even that don't can't even chew them. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Can't even enjoy these nuts. You're just wasting them. Dang. Those poor people. Yeah. All right.
0: So mine is Spanish, as I said. And it is Mucho Ruido y Pocas Nueces, which means a lot of
1: noise and no walnuts. Uh, Is that like uh, all talk but no game? Dude, hit that ham horn again. You're on a roll tonight. (laughs) Yes,
0: sir. Yeah. Yeah. All talk and no action. Uh,
1: say that again in the actual, the literal translation. Mucho ruido story.
0: y pocas nueces. Uh, a lot of noise and no walnuts.
1: A lot of noise and no walnuts. Mm-hmm. What so that bring mean? your walnuts, so, people. They're saying like it, there's like it's a, it's shaking like there's a walnut in there, but there's nothing actually in there.
0: I, I have I have no idea. Maybe
1: I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't know. But I, I like it. I have a. Um, Spanish one too, specifically from Chile, apparently. Oh, cool. Uh, Apretar cachete. Cachete.
0: um, If cachete is anything like cache, it means to understand. Yes. No. Okay. Nope. Something different. Okay. What does it, what are are the words mean?
1: (laughs) Apretar cachete is tighten his butt cheeks. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) I was was nowhere close. (laughs) Tighten his
0: butt cheeks. Um... I don't even know where to begin with this one, man.
1: Tighten his butt cheeks. Uh, <laughs> that's a great untranslatable. And, 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 oh and it God. means something not not weird. Like it, it's it's a normal sort of. It would be like a, like it's probably something that's like used often. Would be my guess. Can you can you give me one of your world class examples? Um. Yeah. Um. I had to uh, be it's sitting in front of my computer. At uh, two o'clock to uh, talk to Chad, but I was all the way across town, and uh, it was I realized at 1.50. So I, but I knew if I tightened my butt cheeks, I could, I could uh, leave this place and get out of here quickly. So, Like get yourself together, kind of. No, I didn't. That was a terrible example. It means to leave in a rush. <laughs> oh, to leave her. <laughs> that oh, was a oh, terrible. I guess that, that makes terrible. sense. To it leave. Does, it. No, but that it does now, but that was not a great example. Okay. To leave in a rush.
0: <clears throat> Can you say it one more
1: time for me? Apretar
0: cachete. Okay, nice. That's awesome. We, we need to definitely post something about that on one of our social media pages. Okay. Because that is just a great, great untranslatable. That might be one of my favorites we've done, and we've done a lot of them so far. Really? Wow. Yeah. I just It's simple. It makes sense. Once you understand the meaning, it's solid. All right. So mine is uh, Swedish for you. And it is which means if there is a if there is room in the heart, then there's. Oh, wow, dude. This is another butt one. If there's <laughs> room in the heart, then there's a and then there's room in the butt.
1: That's hilarious.
0: Mm-hmm. We didn't um, plan these either. No, like we no. didn't coordinate <laughs> these. We always give each other random untranslatables. <laughs> so so it's a true guess on these. Um, but as they say, Jared, great minds think alike.
1: If there's room in the heart, then there's room in the butt. Well, or that's then there's obvious. room for the butt. Yeah? Go ahead. That's obvious. If you really love me, you'll do anal. <laughs> <laughs> oh geez. Um, I mean I mean
0: not really. Uh, kind of, not really. Basically it means The fact means, that you're
1: saying kinda is I'll take it. <laughs> right. <laughs> Get that half ham
0: or going. No. So this so this basically means, Jared, if we care about you. We'll make room for you to join us.
1: Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> still, I mean, okay. <laughs> uh, I think I might have been right. Yeah, no, I see what you mean now. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's <laughs> so what I said. It's kind of right. What I said could work, because that sank you could still use for that uh, situation. <laughs> Maybe.
0: I don't know. We'll have to ask some Swedes about that to, to make sure. Did you
1: say it was Finnish?
0: No, Swedish.
1: Oh, was the one before that Finnish?
0: Did I say Finnish? I thought
1: I said Swedish. Well, maybe who was knows like Swedish? I could have sworn he said Finnish.
0: Uh, well, that one is Swedish. Um, fins so finns de and also the här and stäta are pretty similar uh, words, which is kind of cool. Um, but yeah, so those are all my untranslatables. Do you have any extras for us, Jared?
1: Uh, I actually have three more. I'll I can give you one more. Okay, because this one's just too good. Well, I got two that are good. Let me think. I Two that I really like. Let me think.
0: Just give me one, and we can always save the next one for the know, next episode. I know. I always
1: forget them, though, once I go, once I, uh, you know, I do need to go back and see, find some, like, acquire ones that I haven't used before, because I do overpack sometimes. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. This one is Farsi, apparently mostly used in uh, Iran. Mm-hmm. And it's uh, gohe. Ziyadi Nakor, Nakor. Okay. The literal translation is "Don't eat a lot of shit." (laughs) Oh God. Okay. Can you give me a world-class example? Um. So you know, like if you go to like a frat party, you'll find um. You'll find two drunk dudes, maybe uh, you know, joking around. And, and and thinking they're funnier than they are, and start making, jo- and then they start like kind of roasting each other, and mm-hmm. then someone would be like, "Oh yeah, well you think that blah blah blah." It's like, "Oh yeah, well your mom is so fat that she uh, <laughs> eats, I don't know, lard for dessert," <laughs> and uh, and then the dude would be like, "Whoa whoa whoa whoa, don't eat a lot of shit, bro. Don't eat a lot of shit." Okay, so it's like don't step over the line, or like. yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I mean, it means like don't cross, don't overstep your boundaries. Gotcha. Okay, that's fair. But they also, it's also used for uh, uh, light, like for uh, like um, gossip and like talking about other people's life. Just, makes, that was too complicated an example. I don't, I don't okay. feel like a, <laughs> that makes sense. But it's sense, essentially so. just don't overstep your boundaries. But it's these they say that it can uh, also be for life and gossip specifically. Interesting. <clears throat> good to oh. know.
0: Very good to know. Yeah, man. Well, Jared, uh, our main topic of the pod today is uh, settling into a new city. So I think it's time we discuss this a little bit. What do you think?
1: Yeah, I think the first tip for settling in is uh, don't eat a lot of shit. (laughs) Right. You definitely don't want to be uh, overstepping your boundaries, especially
0: with the new friends you're trying to make, everything else you're trying to do, for sure. What What are some... You said you weren't in the very top of the pod. You said you weren't uh, a pro at um, settling in, in in a new city. No, but but I'm sure there have been some things you've done to settle in since you moved to Philly, right?
1: Uh, yeah, of course, yeah, 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 um, yeah. I'm just not, yeah, no, I mean, yeah, of course there has been, <laughs> but. Uh, I I think that as far as uh, being good at settling into a new city, I don't think I'm that good at that. Like I'm not good at establishing like a new friend group in a new city. I'm not good at like, um, like for example, since I've been here, I've been saying that I wanted to join like a a intramural soccer league. I haven't. Mm -hmm. Um, You've been in Philly how long now? Two years? Three. Three. Okay. A little over three actually.
0: Um, So, so sorry to interrupt, but what do you think is uh, stopping you from doing some of those things?
1: Um, I don't know. You know, I I think it's just uh, like I don't know, I I don't think I I'm good at like putting myself out there. Like I'm not good at going to like going to like a uh, some place and just like striking up conversation with with people at at random places. Cause I almost I have this feeling that I'm always annoying people, okay. and it's like nobody wants like that's to just have some normal. stranger striking up conversation with them. Nobody wants this. Right, but I mean, sometimes that's the only way. And I don't, yeah, that's true. And I don't, and I keep like a pretty firm boundary between like work and, and like I don't have like friends from work. Right, and so, I think uh,
0: I think that's not necessarily even. Though I'm friendly a bad with thing. my coworkers. Well, right. I mean, I I would I would think it's pretty safe to say you're a, you're a fairly friendly guy. But I would agree with you. I mean. You know, you definitely got to keep, I think, some boundaries between work and your social life and your like personal private life, most definitely. Um, But yeah, and I I also want to reiterate, too, I think there are a lot of people out there who also have the same concern that they think that they're annoying other people just, you know. Just by, like, trying to strike up small talk or, or do whatever, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually had a student yesterday. Um, I was working with the, the, the first class, which here would be, like, the equivalent of, like, I guess, the ninth grade. They're usually about 15, 16 years old. And, and And I was really flattered. I was sitting at a picnic table waiting for the next group to come up. So I was by myself. And these three students came up and sat down while I was waiting, and they just struck up a conversation with me. And one of the students asked me, and I didn't really know how to respond, but he said, so do you have any friends in the Czech Republic? And I was like, I was like, one, that's a great question. And two, not quite yet. <laughs> I mean, I would say I'm friends with some of my colleagues. Like we've gone and done stuff on the weekends. Um, but in terms of people my age who I'm friends with, um, that hasn't been the case. And obviously, I don't want to I want to be friendly and cordial with the students. But I also want to keep that, you know, boundary line between right. the students. those can't be your friends. Exactly. Exactly. That can't be your friend group. <laughs> right. So but yeah, I would say that's probably like maybe the first tip we should we should mention for all of our listeners is that if you want to settle into any city, It's definitely helpful to make some friends, even if it's just one or two people. I know that might sound a little cliche, but me having my mentor and one other colleague of mine who's also an English teacher here has already made me feel very much at home in the Czech Republic and has made me feel a little bit more settled in, which has been nice.
1: Mm -hmm. My, um, (laughs) Jesus Christ, my piano teacher uh, last week, she invited, she asked me, uh, first of all, this is how they always get me—not they, but this is how she always get, get to me because, uh, mm-hmm. like, she's like, "What are you doing on uh, October twenty, like, sixth? And I was like, and "This is, by the way, for people listening to this in the future. It's currently September, right. early September." <laughs> and she's like, uh, "What are you doing?" And I was like, "I don't know, nothing." She's like, "Do you want to like uh, go to this like some orchestra thing? Like, it's gonna be me and a bunch of and some of my friends." But I figured I thought you might like it, and uh, and I was like, "Sure, why not?" I mean, that's fine. Right and uh, and so um, there was there there was definitely a part of me I was like this it's not that it's weird but it's like I mean I guess uh, but then I, then in my back of my mind I was like why the fuck not it's like I'm not doing anything Saturday morning anyway it's like exactly. Ooh. <laughs> so I uh, I'm gonna go to this I, I don't even fully remember what it is to be honest with you but um, I'm sure she'll bring it up again but uh, you well, know, you're, you're, I'm not I'm not saying my piano teacher is my friend also because that's not the case but um, right. It's just, it still is something to just taking stuff. And that's why I end up going to like those concerts I was telling you about before.
0: Right. But I, I'm glad, I'm really glad you mentioned that Jared. Cause I think that brings me to my, um, or our second tip for all of our listeners is sometimes say yes. When, when you might think, oh, you know, I don't want to do that. Or, or that's, you know, I've said yes to a lot of things, not a lot of things where I've definitely said yes to some things while i've been here that i could have just been like no i'm just gonna go home and and read or play guitar or do whatever mm-hmm. but i think
1: if you podcast I,
0: right for sure well <laughs> i haven't i haven't thankfully uh um made any plans during our pod because um, mm-hmm. we know that's a uh, priority numero uno but uh <laughs> but yeah they just asked you know do you want to go do this do you want to go do that and the, I think the, the difficult thing is you have to balance because you have to say, I think in the beginning it's important to say yes quite a bit, even when you may not necessarily always want to. But at the same time, sometimes you should also say no. You know, I'm not saying that you should always say yes, but if they you know, right when you meet somebody and they invite you out, you know, I would say if they invite you out three or four times and you say no, three out of those four times, unless you have something planned already, people might not, you know, continue to invite you.
1: Yeah. No, I mean, uh, eventually, yeah, that makes sense. Eventually, people will take the hint. It's like, okay, I just think this person just doesn't want to hang out with me, which is a fair assumption to make if you keep saying no.
0: Exactly. Exactly.
1: And you seem to be, uh, I mean, you're, you're, I've seen you move around before, and you Mm -hmm. always seem to have no problem making friends. That that doesn't seem to be ever a problem for you. Well, thank
0: you. I I try. I don't know. I think a lot of it is just, I'm going to be honest with you. This may sound a little childish, but I'm just, I'm curious. I want to hear people's stories. I want to meet people. You know, I want to have fun. And although over the years, I think I have become more like doing stuff on my own. You know, when I was living in East Lansing, I lived, you know, in my own apartment by myself for Mm -hmm. quite a while. And I start in the beginning, I felt really lonely. I didn't like it. Now I love being able to, you know, just be oh, my yeah. by, be by I don't myself. Know if I can go
1: back to having a roommate at this point, right? S- uh, S- same here. I mean, unless it's my girlfriend, kids. right, right, <laughs>
0: right. You married and have kids, you're living in the apartment next door or something <laughs> I have like
1: a pool house, like it's The OC or something like that, right? Exactly. <laughs> but I think the, I think the the thing about
0: trying to and we've covered this a little bit, and we'll talk about this more, I'm sure, on future episodes about making friends. But for me, it's just. I think one of the reasons why I've, I've been lucky to be able to make some of these friends has just been um, me, one, willing to try new things. Um, you know, that's a big thing. Uh, and I really like being able to do things with people where they can teach me something because I feel like there's just something kind of powerful about if you meet somebody and then they take you somewhere or show you something or teach you how to do something, you'll always have that connection with them no matter what happens. You know, mm-hmm. um, like on Saturday, for example, um, one of my colleagues, her husband's taking me to, uh, to a hockey game. Oh,
1: that's so cool. That'll,
0: yeah. And so that'll be like the first time I've ever been to a how, how hockey How do they game.
1: hook those things up? Like how, how is she like my, my husband has a, uh, and like, why would he, no offense, but why would he like want to like volunteer to go with you who he doesn't know? Well, I've already met him before okay Um, not that i don't i think he may have already had the
0: ticket beforehand i'm not sure but one i think it's and and i've seen this in the united states and also abroad i think people when they realize you just move somewhere i think they just want to try to take you in and make you feel comfortable and, and show you around at least that's been my experience um so far and uh and so yeah i i hung out with him on saturday and we started talking hockey and uh, there, there was a really famous Czech hockey goalie that actually played for the Red Wings. His name is Dominic Hasek. Um, hmm. And uh, um, this gentleman was a goalie. And I used to play hockey when I was a kid. So we were talking hockey. And he said, oh, by the way, if you're free next Saturday. Um, Wait, Dominic
1: Hasek is the guy that took you to the game? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, no.
0: Oh, oh, Dominic oh. Hasek was a, a goalie from the At Detroit At first I thought Red you Wings.
1: somewhere you switched over saying you, then you were talking to him. I was like, you were talking to this guy? Is that. No, 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 no. You're saying but, uh, he was on the team.
0: He was on the Detroit Red Wings, correct? No, but he was
1: on the team you were watching, to or you're going to watch or whatever.
0: No, 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 no. no. Uh, I think I just confused the shit out of you here. You did. So, so, so what? So what it was? So, you what it was is, so this is okay. So let me backtrack. <laughs> so, so we were talking hockey, right? This, this I, gentleman I and I. You. I got. We were you. talking hockey. And then he asked me if I knew of any Czech hockey players, and then I mentioned right. Dominic Hasek. Yeah. And that's how it came that's up. That's my bad. That's that's on me. You're good. You're good. And so yeah, and he was like, Yeah, yeah. the the season openers on Saturday, if you want to come with. And I and I had I had also expressed interest when I was talking to some people,
1: like, I would love to go to a hockey game here. I think um, that's just that's another tip right there is to just constantly say things that like let people know that you're interested in things.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely, and I've been very fortunate that my colleagues have always said, you know, if you if you have a completely free afternoon, you know, let us know, and like we're happy to either give you some suggestions of things you could do, um, or or you know maybe take you somewhere. Just go go to a nice little cafe and sit down and, and have a nice little conversation. Wow. Um, and like tomorrow night, as I told you, I'm going to that big band concert. I'm super mm-hmm. excited.
1: Mm-hmm. So I think this uh, is this. Proves that I mean we were talking about like the uh, culture of uh of of the Czech people and we started by saying that they get this um this uh get a bad rep like reputation for being standoffish but I think you just have to uh, yeah you just have to settle in a little bit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm get to know them a little bit
0: well I think you have to also whenever you move anywhere I don't care if it's domestically internationally
1: don't even even be... or whatever it was what. (laughs) Don't eat your own shit. Is that what it was?
0: Exactly. Don't eat your own shit. Don't eat too much shit is what it was.
1: I love how you're telling me and I have it right in front of me. Right. Uh, Don't eat Uh, a lot of shit. That's what it was. Oh, there you go. There you go. But
0: the other thing too is you got to be interested in their culture. You know? Yes. Like if I didn't care about Czech culture, I'm sure it would be way more difficult for me to make friends and do things. And I've had a lot of Czechs so far ask me, what are my thoughts about it? You know, do I like it here? What do I dislike? Things like that. And uh, what do you dislike? so far there hasn't really been anything to be honest with you man but Home i will also refills. say i will also say i'm still in the as they say when you when you move anywhere there's a little bit of culture shock and i'm still in the honeymoon phase i would say
1: mm-hmm.
0: so so that's what, why exactly have you
1: uh, have you met your neighbors is that a thing meeting neighbors um i've
0: met the the landlady who's really nice but uh as as jeff mentioned on one of our episodes we got in the elevator with her one time, and she's this very very talkative woman, and she's just going on and on in check, and but we just have no idea what it. she's saying, and we're just shaking our heads and like smiling, nod and smile. But my other neighbors around me, I haven't met just yet. Um, I know the person across the uh, uh, apartment complex from me, or like right across the hall, they have dogs because every morning when I leave to go to school, they bark.
1: But oh, okay, do they uh, do they sound like? Big dogs.
0: Oh yeah, they do. They definitely do. Okay. But uh, but yeah, another thing though that I think is very important whenever you want to settle in is you got to take your time. Right. So mm-hmm. and 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 everybody taking time could be different for everybody. For you, maybe it's gonna be four years, my man. Maybe it's four <laughs> years, and then you'll
1: <laughs> I'm gonna really start hitting my stride in year five.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Like... <laughs> Whereas for me, for me, it usually takes me about two to three weeks and this is my third week in the Czech Republic and I feel fairly settled in you know I'm comfortable in my apartment I know where things are in my town I know how to get around the school Um, I know a lot of the students now I know most of the teachers Um, so it's been really nice but you know for some people it might take them longer than two to three weeks and that's totally fine you know
1: yeah two to three weeks four to six years
0: exactly
1: it's what, what difference does it make um another thing that i think is important for for that is having a like a third spot to go to that's not your uh work or apartment like a coffee shop or something like that do you have like a or like a have you what what's the city like i mean have you do you have like a anything like that uh or like a park maybe or something like that
0: No, that's a great question um ask me ask me in like two weeks when I actually can ride my bike around more okay but there's this one spot we visited last night right before choir rehearsal that, that I think is definitely going to become my third place for sure but I agree with you I think that third place that's that's not your apartment that's not your work um, it's it's really really important to have um, just because it gives you like a whole different sense of mind I feel like you know. Mm-hmm. What do you, time do, do you, you have a third?
1: Do you have a third place? What? No. What's yours? No, it's this no. room that I'm in right now. Okay, <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> um, uh, as I said, I'm terrible at settling in. Um, what time do you get off of work?
0: Uh, it depends on the day. So some days, most days I should be done around three or four.
1: Okay. And well,
0: most days bad. I'll be starting at eight or nine. No, it's not too bad.
1: Mm-hmm. Do you have like classes all day long? um usually like i'll have
0: usually i'll have tops about four lessons a day somewhere around there four okay. lessons a day and then i think three to four days a week i'm going to offer some type of extracurricular you know like just, a club yeah yeah i'm going to do an english club
1: oh that's awesome yeah so that I would be a lot join. of fun right <laughs> dude i can skype i in. can skype you in I'm, I'm not even kidding i can skype be like you a teacher in. from nets declassified right <laughs> right yeah by so, the way so, no one that listens to us probably understood that rough, probably so. not but that's okay <laughs> i i don't know if that's really worth exploiting but uh but yeah i mean so so i don't know
0: though that's a good question about that third place um yeah i've been lucky though too that like my schedule my schedule hasn't been too grueling um to the point where it's caused me very much stress like to be honest with you man so far this this job has been really stress-free which mm-hmm. i think has helped me settle in a lot faster i think if i was really worried about a lot of things it might you know You'd take a obsessing over that
1: mm-hmm. more than uh enjoying yourself and getting to know where you're
0: exactly yeah I, think you ha-
1: I mean i talk to you probably as much as anyone that's back here in america mm-hmm. and uh you seem you have you've always seemed pretty common just excited
0: yeah the only time i'm not excited as you know is when i like travel right
1: yeah Right. that's the
0: only time but since i'm a tourist still salty about and luckily
1: that. i get you either before or after not
0: during the travel <laughs> exactly but but i do i do gotta say man uh-huh. i like traveling with you because we do tend to balance each other out a little bit right right thank or,
1: you i like uh well <laughs> maybe, maybe not
0: balance each other out but like you're you seem way more laid back about things yeah than i'm usually yeah, a little yeah. more yeah worried about you know i'm a warrior all our listeners fair, know fairly well by now i'm a warrior
1: i have i have, have though like my buddy uh don uh mm-hmm. he used to um we we've traveled together before and he, he always used to be uh like uh, yo you think we should leave for the airport you know uh, and he'd be like he'll, he'd be like all right fine i'll leave it up to you he'd be like, but you know, our plane leaves, and he's like, it's fine. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and, uh, and then we, and I, I'm, I'm the master of getting to your gate like five minutes before they start uh, boarding. See, I would have an aneurysm if I did that. <laughs> I don't I really that. do it for international flights. I have, but that's a little bit harder to time. That's risky. But like for a domestic flight, I, uh, yeah, because you don't know what's going to happen at customs and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But like on a domestic flight, I'm the master of getting there like as they start boarding. And people don't like it, but, uh, I've yet to miss a flight. Right. Another thing too,
0: um, speaking of like traveling and keeping calm, I think whenever you settle in somewhere, it is important to try not to panic or freak out. I think, uh, it's normal to sometimes like feel down or feel lost or feel isolated or lonely, but I think if you can just accept it for what it is instead of like causing yourself more stress, that will definitely make everything easier and you'll be more comfortable settling in, you know, because mm-hmm. like yeah. I could easily stress, be like, Oh no, I don't, I don't speak Czech good enough yet. You know? Oh no, I don't know what all these words in the grocery store mean. I don't, I can't read these food menus, you know? Oh, it, what happens if this happens? You know, you just can't worry about the little things.
1: So that, that, is there anything, any app or any that you downloaded to make your time there easier? That's like not Oh my
0: god, Jared We're just on a roll here That was my next thing Was to talk about Get the right apps um, Really? This too, yeah, <laughs> seriously
1: Seriously <laughs> What is happening today? It's almost <laughs> like We're co-hosts of a podcast Or something weird um, I feel like people Don't rec- realize How little preparation We do uh, with each other uh, <laughs> Right We just kind of Prepare our own stuff And go with it But this it. is uh-huh. way more Serendipitous Than people might think For sure But hey
0: Kudos to us um, Right but yeah, so the apps I have, I have a, a conversion app because I'm still not, I know most of the time if I see, you know, it will be this many check crowns, this is how much it'll cost in dollars because I've still been using like my American bank account while I've been here and like taking just cash out of the ATM. So that's been a helpful app, like a, like a currency app, I think is smart. Do you know what if, the exchange rate is? Um, usually it's about one, one US dollar is usually about 22 check crowns,
1: somewhere around there one okay Oh, let me yeah let me do it that way cuz i i i'm yeah yeah that's that should it. be yeah, about, it's, right yeah it's it's about exactly 22 crowns cuz it's 22.01 so yep yep so $1 is 22 crowns that's easy enough mm mm-hmm. mhm yeah but i guess it does get a little complicated when it's like you know, like 60,000 crowns and you're like 60,022. Right. Uh. <laughs>
0: exactly. I asked the guy the other day how much a house costs in the Czech Republic. And he's like, well, depending on where you live, it can be anywhere from 1 million to 3 million crowns. Yeah. <laughs> and so 1 million crowns, I did the math and it's somewhere around, I think $46,000. Okay. Somewhere around there. Um, so, so yeah, so a currency app, if you're moving abroad where they obviously use a different currency, um, I have a couple different transportation apps on my phone.
1: Like which what, do they re- use Uber or Lyft over there?
0: Um, I haven't tried it, actually. I don't even have Uber or Lyft on my Czech uh, phone. Um, I'll have to download it and see. I doubt it because it seems like, at least I know in Germany, they weren't, they didn't want to have Uber and Lyft because they thought it was really detrimental to like the taxi business there.
1: I believe it was banned from London, wasn't it? Just a year or so ago? Could, could be, yeah, could be. Um, but the Also, other, you're, so- you're in a relatively small city i would say
0: right oh for sure without a doubt um and i don't really need it now that i have a bike and most places i can they do have a though really okay interesting looks all like,
1: right uh it looks like they do yeah
0: huh okay uh the other apps that, that i have mean plentiful though i guess right and it might be expensive i don't know right but uh the the other apps i have on my phone are obviously a check to english dictionary Also, Google has this awesome translate app now where you can literally hold your phone up to text and it will translate it like real time. It's not perfect yet, but it's pretty good. Like I've gone to a couple restaurants where they didn't have any English menus. And so I used that and I was able to figure out what most things were. You can take a picture of stuff? No, you literally hold your phone up to the
1: text and if you keep it still, it will translate it for you. With your camera? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And you oh, but you're not pi- taking a picture, but that's it's using a, the camera. Right,
0: and you can take a picture of it, and then if you highlight certain lines, it will translate the lines wow. you highlight. Yeah, man. technology's crazy, man. Um, there's also uh, there's also. But an it, app. it
1: doesn't it doesn't it only has to be so perfect, especially when you're dealing with like food for, uh, right. at a restaurant. Right, exactly, exactly. Um, the other app I have too is I have like a kind
0: of like a Grubhub or an Uber Eats. Um, what do they call it? Chesky Eats. No, it's, uh, I think it's, um,
1: <laughs> what is it's a it? good let, name.
0: let me look. I think it's like Dami, Dami Yidlo. Did you, did you use the Googles to find these uh, apps? Um, with Dami Yidlo, um, it was, I went online to try to order a pizza, which I think I told you that story. I don't know if I told it on the pod, but so I, I, I ordered a pizza did. and, uh, um, cause I was feeling lazy one night. So I just had a pizza delivered. Also, dude, for the pizza delivery, it cost me $5, including tip.
1: That's not bad at all.
0: Yeah, $5. Um, and so. That's not but, how much the pizza cost. R- it was pizza plus deliver. There was pizza plus a delivery fee the plus entire, I gave the guy.
1: A and p- all a- that was five, five, $5. $5. Yep, $5. For them to make a pizza, put it in someone's car, drive it to your apartment. And give it to you. Yep, five dollars. Yes,
0: but I noticed in the Czech Republic. Uh, so in Germany and Austria, when I've had food delivered, they'll they'll walk it usually up to your apartment, right? You buzz them in, they walk it up. Here in the Czech
1: Republic, you actually go downstairs and I grab do that. it. And I mean, and, I don't live in an apartment like that anymore. But when I did, I went down and grabbed it as well. Okay. Every now and again, like I had like open my door to run out and grab, it, and they'd be like right there, be like, oh shit, hello. Right. But, <laughs> right. Yeah, I, I I do that too. Yeah, so so that's another I don't know app you're I supposed have. to Come up, <laughs> like, bring your lazy ass up to my place, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so so yeah, um, I'm trying to
0: think of any other apps I have that I use. That's pretty much it. Um, Chesky Grinder <laughs> <laughs> haven't been using that, uh, hmm. um, but but yeah. So so those are usually the uh, the apps I would use. Did you get any apps when you moved to Philly?
1: Um or no, just kind of your usual. But like let, let me think. I'm looking now. But I think the answer would be no because there's I mean moving from from Philly to um like from Michigan to Philly they were generally using the same apps that they use in Michigan, you know. Right. You know Makes I mean? sense. Yeah, domestically
0: <laughs> it's a little different. Another yeah. important app though I think all of our listeners should be aware of um when they move somewhere new is definitely have some type of mapping app where it's Google Maps or if you have an iPhone, just a of maps course. on there. That has the definitely been suck, a saver.
1: What the iPhone maps suck. Download really? Google you don't maps. like them? No, I never use them. I always use them. That's I use Waze or Google Maps. Okay, interesting. Although, to be fair, whenever I use Google Maps for walking, I often realize that I'm walking the wrong distance after like five minutes. Right. I'm like, huh. I, that's to, a, that's to, the same with me with the iPhone <laughs> app, for completely sure. Wrong, completely wrong direction. Okay. Right.
0: Another thing, though, too, that I would suggest for all of our listeners is figure out important events and certain dates in your towns yes. or cities. Yes. Um, like on Saturday. Like big
1: band uh, concerts.
0: Exactly. Big band concerts on Saturday – I was fortunate enough to go to... They basically just had all the municipal buildings and historic buildings free and open to the public. So we got to see the mayor's office. This one church that's never open, which was really cool. This other church, we got to see like a couple different rooms that usually aren't open. And, you know, some, some cities even call this like tourist in my city day. So check out if you, you know, move to any city... You know, go online. There's plenty of websites where you can easily tourist find in those. my
1: city day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Does that mean you're being a tourist in your own city? Yeah, I, I, I think so. Okay. I would
0: imagine. Um, but yeah, so, so take a look at that. I know in Europe, well, actually Europe and the United States, a lot of times in the summer, sadly summer is, you know, coming to a close now, but next summer there should be a lot of events and festivals. A lot of them are free or very affordable. Um, right. And that's also a great way to like kind of make friends or or meet people with common interests, and then you have an easier way to like start a conversation with them.
1: There is a uh, popular site used in Philadelphia, I believe, New York, maybe also D.C., called You Wish You Knew. Okay. And it's the num- the, the number, or excuse me, the number, the letter U for mm-hmm. both of those. Mm-hmm. And uh, they talk about all this, all the stuff happening in the city, all the fun activities.
0: Yeah, I think that's
1: really important.
0: Another thing, too, is um, get involved in some type of extracurricular, which is why I wanted to do the
1: choir. Um, and also, See, that's the thing. Yeah. All of my extracurriculars, uh, like I enjoy mountain biking. I play piano. I uh, They're all independent. <laughs> yeah, they're all uh, singular activities or with uh, my 60-plus-year-old piano teacher. Right. Well, Jared, you got to go join that soccer team, man. Blast in some goals for me. Yeah, yeah, I really should. The every every day I hold off on that. I could just get worse and worse at soccer, though. Right. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's what you know.
0: I'm trying to do. Uh, I really want to meet some other musicians here and start to like do some jam sessions. I think that'd be fun. How do you find that? How do you do that? I mean, there's so my school is a technical school, and right across the street is the music school. Oh. So, That's
1: convenient. You just going to walk in?
0: I, I, just going to walk in with a guitar playing
1: Freebird and <laughs> see what happens. No, What
0: are you going to do? Uh, well, I'm, still, I'm still curious. I'm, I, well, I'm hoping to just meet some people who, once again, it's all about who you know. Meet some people who know some Jeez. people at the music school. One of my colleagues, actually, her ex-husband is the headmaster at the music school. Okay. so. Okay. I,
1: yeah so so we'll see i mean it's the... funny how our mm-hmm. uh anxieties flip like that like i'd be like like you'd be like oh i'm just gonna meet someone who knows someone and then I'll, I'll get into the music school and then uh yet at the airport yeah you're afraid because i'm waiting until the last minute to leave right, and right. A cucumber and now i like i i hear about this so i'm like what no this isn't how this works it's not this easy <laughs> right <laughs> right different strokes for different folks what can i say Yeah, I mean, Uh, for me, it's just you gotta, you gotta kind of use those connections and network. You know, I have a something that's I've been wanting to ask you for a while. Oh, nice! Shoot, Uh, what do you do for lunch? Pack lunch or buy it somewhere?
0: Once again, this is a a way I've been trying to settle into my town, is I go to the local uh, lunch cafeteria. So it's where so so uh, originally um it used Eat to only be students and teachers could go but now it's open to the uh, entire community
1: so community but, as in like the whole town just rant strangers whole town can go and, oh, okay. and get lunch there and Is it's that really just a way to make some more cashish m- probably
0: i don't know okay. i mean th- the food's not too bad i mean it's not like a five-star restaurant or something but uh i mean it's good it's really affordable i pay about 45 50 crowns a meal so that's Two fifty a meal-ish.
1: Oh, that's nothing.
0: Yeah, so that's pretty good. There's always... So in the Czech Republic, it's very common you eat soup before every meal. So there's always a fresh soup. Then a, a main entree. <laughs> what kind of soup are we talking? Any noodles uh, in those soup? T- or is it just today I had lentil soup. It was really good. Mm. Um, love lentil soup. Uh, a couple other days, there have been like chicken and rice, um, chicken noodle, um, potato soup with oh, like so they some vary it. It's not yeah. like some... Oh, it's not the like same soup Czech every broth. single day. Right. No, <clears throat> no, it's pretty good. And so, but that's been nice. Like today I sat with two teachers. We didn't really converse much because they don't speak very much English and I don't speak very much Czech, but.
1: Right. But you sang songs.
0: Exactly. Uh, we sang <laughs> kumbaya around the lunch table and it was just a great time. No. Held hands. But, uh, but it's still good, I think, to just even sit by them because it's like, all right, we, we kind of know each other now. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like they've only seen me once. Mm-hmm. I've literally sat and eaten like lunch with them. So, so I think that's a good way to just kind of make yourself known within your community or with your tent ta- within your town. Obviously, it's different in a city because, you know, there's just way more people. But um, I mean, right. e- even in a city, though, I think if you continuously go to similar places, you'll start to see similar faces.
1: So, uh <laughs> That rhymed. It did. I didn't do that on purpose, <laughs> but just kind of rolled off the tongue. Uh, like, did you I write say? that down? <laughs> I didn't. I should have, but I didn't. Um. Uh, so I guess one of my questions was for you was, do you have any goals? But I think that's been answered. I mean... What are my goals, Jerry? You're out can here you living life. It? Some of your goals are to get into the music scene, find some people to, to play music with. Mm-hmm. Another one of your goals is to try to say... No to no more than like 25% of the things that you're asked uh-huh. at a maximum. Ideally, make it a 99% rule. Right. Uh, now I'm just talking to myself. Um, that's all right. Our listeners need it too. And get on that bike and and get out there. Oh, definitely. That's another one. Uh, yeah, I yeah. think that's important you know to I miss get psyched
0: in. No I, uh, no, I think you you hit the nail on the head. Yeah, you got to just be willing to get out of your comfort zone and explore. But also, like you said, find that third space
1: where you can also kind of get in your comfort zone, you know. Or you want to, say, go to like a local bar by yourself on a some night, any night. It doesn't matter what it is, I you, guess. You know,
0: I used to do that in Germany and Austria a lot. Here, I'm a little more apprehensive to do that just because my check's not very good just yet. Mm. I think it'd be a great way for me to like boost my check a lot. If Correct. I did it, but right now I just I worry about like going to a bar and then like I guess in some bars in the Czech Republic, um, like certain tables are kind of like res- like not reserved, but like that's like where the regulars will sit. And I'm worried I'm gonna like <laughs> what sit is this, there. An episode of Friends, right? <laughs> I'm worried I'm gonna like sit there and then somebody's gonna come up to me and just like say a bunch of stuff to me in Czech, and I'm gonna be like, "Hey." Uh... So then- so yeah so. I we'll see. Give me, give me a couple more weeks when I can get more check under my belt. And I'm, I'm sure I'll be more willing to do that for sure.
1: Right. All right. All right. Uh, I mean, clearly there's no rush for that because you've got a lot of stuff going on. Right.
0: Right. Yeah. And going, going to the bar is we're getting too old for that. Jared. It's one of my
1: least of my worries. Um, one (laughs) more thing. Do you have, do you, think you have like a, a daily routine down? Cause that is one thing I like about settling in is having a, not even a daily, excuse me. I take back daily, a just weekly a routine. routine. Um, yeah. Or just a routine period.
0: Um, y- yes and no. Um, I would say the only thing right now that's routine is, is like my meal times are usually pretty consistent. Usually I eat around 12 or one. Usually I have dinner around f- in between five and seven. That's pretty constant. Other than that, my class schedule hasn't been completely nailed down yet, so I'm not sure. Um, How? The sc- school year's already started. Yeah, but there are still exams going on and, and different things going on. Um, so that's why it hasn't been um, settled just yet. Gotcha. Um, but I do want to recap for all of our listeners um, just kind of what we've discussed since we've talked about quite a bit. Um, you know, make sure that you. Uh, Definitely say yes to a lot of things. You don't have to say yes to everything. Also, take your time when settling in. You don't have to do everything within a week. Um, also, don't be afraid to get out of your comfort zone. Try to try to make friends in various places, whether it's, I don't know, a sporting event, a concert. If you're religious and you go to church, that would be another place. That is a good one. That's, mm-hmm. those,
1: that makes me kind of wish I was more religious, to be honest with you.
0: Right. Uh, make sure you get some important apps on your phone so you can, you know, whether it's a translation app, a currency app, a mapping app, Uber or Lyft, um, or what have you. Uh, and like Jared said, find that third space where you can just go and, and be in your happy place. And you know, Jared, one thing that really keeps me in my happy place, no matter where I am is a good Mm -hmm. song.
1: Yes, I
0: agree. I agree.
1: Um, sorry, I'm taking a sip of my coffee before because it's now cold. Uh-oh. Watch out. I agree. Um, did you listen to the song? You did, right? Of course I did. So this song is by a band called Ife. Do you know what Ife means, by the way? I do not. What does it mean? Ooh, oh, cool. I'm glad you don't know what that means.
0: So Ife, um, apparently it has a few... Well, it's used in um, Egyptian but also in Yoruba, which is a Nigerian language. So Ife, right here, the name Ife means love in Egyptian, and it is given only to females with enough gusto to handle it. Ife is a very unique um, term, and so the person with this name should be treated as such. And then also um, Ife can be described as a woman with ambition and talent, um, and she stands out amongst the crowd um so yes so so for example a girl with a lot of love to give um ife um
1: and you could say ife she's a feisty one that's interesting mm-hmm. because the title of the song do you know what what is today's the tres number is mujeres mujeres do you know what mujeres means
0: of course three women I you do
1: yeah there is a very i didn't realize i there was that strong of a women woman focus i will say um the singer i mean is great powerful i love listening to uh like spanish singers I, even though i have no idea what they're saying right. it always sounds so great it does you're right and this um band this band ife they're um it's a very unique sound because it has a very uh like distinct latin american sound they're from puerto rico san juan puerto rico and it has a very unique latin american sound but it's also a uh, like I'll, I'll, let me here i'll explain it to, i'll let them explain it to you i, w- I went to their about us on their uh, website and i have it in front of me and what they say about them is a powerful powerfully progressive synthesis of electronic sound in afro-caribbean language ife is a bold new musical project from puerto rico Based uh, Afri- African American drummer, producer, singer Otura Moon, Moon, uh, and Ifa priest or Babalawo Lo- Baba in the Yoruba region has been a vanguard artist in the Puerto Rican music scene since his arrival there in the late 1990s, producing uh, critically acclaimed blah, 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 blah. But yeah, so uh, it's, it's like a, it has a very distinct. Latin American, and as they say, also like a, a Caribbean, African sound to it. Mm-hmm. But um, great use of of, of modernization through, uh, and 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 that song, that specific song, uh, tres mujeres, is that how you say it? Mujeres, mujeres uh, has a like a, it has a very interesting uh, like a drum line to it. Oh yeah, I mean, just
0: what really drew me in when you sent me the song was. Uh was the drums and just the, all the all the you know different rhythms going on mm-hmm. um, it's it's great absolutely yeah um, I and also I mean I I speak a little bit of Spanish but um, not enough to
1: know what they're actually right. saying. did you um, notice I could I don't know if I, you'll be able to find the lyrics because I couldn't um, I looked I looked too Did you notice in the background behind the woman singing there was a upside down Puerto Rican flag? Uh-uh, I didn't. Yeah, just a small thing I noticed. Oh, yep. Okay, I see it now. The flag? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, And there was another song that I um I listened to. I don't remember what it was, but apparently there is a lot of symbolism going on in there. Oh, but I could see I'm it. I'm too stupid to get it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> oh, man. It just sounds so beautiful. Yeah, so to, all our, to all our listeners out there, please check out as, yeah. tres mujeres Sorry, from <laughs> ife um they are absolutely fantastic if you feel like getting your boogie on yes i'm um, hearing
1: some amazing spanish vocals check them out yes yes I, i'm back i'm saying yes like uh, like i'm a black i am a black person but like i'm in church <laughs> yes lord amen <laughs> right preach on <laughs> oh man it's good stuff you know what else is some good stuff jared Oh, are you, oh it's, it's, I thought that was a rhetorical question. Nope, <laughs> nope, I'm, I'm, I'm genuinely... Oh, that's great, that's too funny. No, I'm, I'm asking you sincerely, what, what's another good thing? Uh, well, Chad, another good thing is, uh, you know, our, our journey to polyglotism happens one word at a time. I keep telling people this. And right now, since we have this great uh, chance for you to learn Czech, we're uh making sure that we're we're, we the entire untranslatable community is making sure that you're not just getting lazy and we want to uh we want to quiz you all we ask for is two words a week and today it's time to pay up your one of your words that's right i actually got two well,
0: one phrase, but because Czech has a formal well, and we don't informal, give a, we don't give
1: extra credit. But I do appreciate the hard work. Right,
0: <laughs> right. I've been trying to think of words that have been uh, that would be useful to any of our listeners who are traveling to the Czech Republic, and I chose this phrase today because I think it's an important phrase to know if you want to settle into a new city. So it's kind of twofold: one, it's just useful, and two, it relates to the topic um, a little bit, and. Um, so my Czech word of the pod, or I guess this, this case, my phrase of the pod is, um, the formal is, um, and the, uh, informal is, um, and do you have any guesses, Jared, what that would mean? I'll tell you yak means, um, I'm pretty sure it means how it's, it's either how or what,
1: how and are say,
0: you say, say is, um, is how is your family? <laughs> What is your name? Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, "yakse Yemenyuesh is the informal, and in what you would right. say to someone like your age, and "yakse yemenuate" would be something you would say to like a boss or. That's someone a you don't that's
1: know. a useful one to know, mm-hmm. especially when you're meeting all these new people at work. That's definitely that one's going to get some use out of it. Oh yeah, for sure. I have to say though, still the well, most chap-
0: useful check oh, phrase. That I that I've been using is um, Mluvete Anglitski. Do you speak English? Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, uh, I I appreciate your uh, your uh, submission for this week. That is a good one, and I'm going to give you a, a heshki klook on that one. Ooh, all right. I like being a heshki klook.
0: Yeah, a good boy. <laughs> I'd say that's uh, that's pretty parada, pretty excellent. <clears throat> parada. All right, Chad. There you're really are. forcing these out of me. Right. <laughs> right. Well, Jared. Uh, as, as some of our lis- listeners may know, um, the last couple of episodes, I've been a little light
1: uh, or even just completely lacking on the jokes. Hey, so, hey, hey, hey. Don't s- tell yourself short. That death episode was filled with some great jokes.
0: That's true. That is true. Refer back to our Instagram for one of them. Exactly. Well, I got some jokes for you now, Jared. Some of them are re- not actually, let's be real. None of these are really related to the topic. But um, here we go. My first one for you, Jared. Is this is kind of a joke, also kind of a riddle? What travels around the world but stays in one corner?
1: In one corner. Hmm. Um. Flight attendant. I I, <laughs> I, I don't even know. No Well, I they mean, fly around the world, but they're assigned to their section of the plane.
0: Okay, that's fair. That's a fair guess. Um, When I tell you the answer, you're going to be like, oh, my God. But I think they're allowed to get off the plane. (laughs) (laughs) No, Jared. They have to stay only in that corner the whole time. The whole time. No. I I am Uh, sure I'm
1: going to be like, oh, my God.
0: Right. So the question is, what travels around the world but stays in one corner? And the answer, Jared, is a stamp. Oh, that's a good one. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty clever, isn't it? all right jared so my next joke for you it's more of a a, a little story and then i'm going to ask you a question at the end so listen carefully so the japanese eat very little fat and suffer fewer heart attacks than the british on the other hand the french eat a lot of fat and also suffer fewer heart attacks than the british the japanese drink very little red wine and suffer fewer heart attacks than the british The French and Italians drink excessive amounts of red wine, but they also suffer fewer heart attacks than the British. Why
1: is this, Jared? (laughs) I don't know, but I already like this. This, You could just leave it at that. and This would be funny enough for me. Right. Well,
0: Jared, (laughs) the the conclusion to this is you can eat and drink what you like. It's speaking English that's what kills you.
1: (laughs) I don't know about that. I don't know about that, (laughs) but... uh, (laughs) well for jokes sake i it. think it's good maybe that is it
0: right all right jared so i got a couple couple kind of daddish jokes for you so here we go where does a general keep his armies uh i don't know where a general keeps his armies in his sleeveys. <laughs> oh i've heard that
1: one before i love that i don't word. know i didn't get that i've uh it is sleeveys. <laughs> is not that a good one i love that one keeps it so ridiculous sleepies. to me right
0: it's uh, just really i don't know it's really funny um all right next one for you what's a foot long and slippery <laughs> i can think oh. of uh, i can think of something <laughs> I, I, I figured you were gonna go there oh i figured you were gonna go there that's too funny
1: uh just give it give it to me because i can't even think of anything okay (laughs) what's a
0: foot long and slippery is a slipper oh right the dad joke version exactly exactly and my last one for for you and all of our listeners for this episode is what do you call a boomerang that won't come back a boomer stay Oh, I like that one even better than, than this punchline. <laughs> a boomer stay. No, the answer is a stick.
1: <laughs> okay. Right? That's also kind of a dad joke. but, but it is That one's it is. a Jaius. That one's I'm laughing because it's so stupid. Right? <laughs> it's a good one. So uh, bad it's good, I should say, for sure. By the way, Jaius, I just... Pulled out that, that uh, old untranslatable like it was nothing. Yeah, well, see, that's our goal, that's, Jared. That's how we're. That's how gonna... that's how polyglotism happens, people. You see, now you're starting to understand. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Living, breathing, walking proof. <laughs> yes, sir. It's yes, a sir. process that starts with the untranslatable podcast.
0: Yes, it is without a doubt. Well, Jared, uh, we're getting close to the end of our episode, and I want to leave all of our listeners with a quote from a very wise man. Some of you know him as Confucius. And uh, my quote of the pod or our quote of the pod this week is,
1: wherever you go, go with all of your heart. That is a perfect one for a very apropos to -hmm. what we're talking about today. And I feel like you are definitely going with your heart. Join choir. You're not even a singer. You're like, yeah, I'll join a choir. (laughs) Right? Yeah, I'm trying my
0: best. You know, you got to. If, you, if your heart's in it, I think uh, great things will happen. If your heart's not in it, people will know, and they're not going to be interested. For sure. No. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, so yeah. Confucius was a wise man. People yes. should uh, listen to him. Right. For sure. I, I just love Confucius quotes in general. Um, sadly, a lot of them I get on, like, fortune cookies, and I don't know if they're actually Confucius quotes, but right. nonetheless, still good quotes. There's um, some so,
1: company in, in Nebraska that just pumps out quotes. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly.
0: So, yeah, so that's been our episode 25, Settling into a New City. We hope this has been helpful for any of you moving to a new place. Um, just to give everyone a little recap, I've been listening to some new podcasts, and they've been doing some recaps, and I really enjoyed them. So I'm going to give this a give this a quick try, Jared. So quick quick little recap on our podcast for this evening. Um we covered a bunch of different things of how you can get settled in much easier. Um, a few things such as um, finding a third place—that's probably my favorite one um, from Jared. Oh, so thank you, you. Jared. Um, also, make sure you get important apps on your phone to help you make your adjustment a little bit smoother. Try to get out there, meet people, explore, and don't forget—you gotta say yes. Sometimes even if you don't want
1: to. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm yeah, going so to a. Uh- some sort of performance in the morning with my piano teacher and her other 60-plus-year-old friends in a couple of weeks. So uh, for that's an example of saying yes to things you don't want to say yes to.
0: Exactly, and we'll, we'll definitely, I'll be picking Jared's brain after that concert to see how it went. Um, yeah, I'm sure I'll have something to say. Exactly. <laughs> and we had a couple couple untranslatables for you this evening, as usual, a couple doofy dad jokes. Um, I'm sure I'll keep those coming in the near future. Um, and don't forget, if you're in the Czech Republic and you need to get settled in and meet some new people, make sure you say either Yakse Yemenyote or Yakse Yemenyuesh, what is your name? Uh, and check out our Parada. song of the pod, <laughs> right, exactly, it is great or excellent, check out our song of the pod on our Twitter, please follow us on Instagram at untranslatablepodcast, we will be dropping some good quality photos and other clips for your entertainment And also shoot us an email at untranslabelpodcast at gmail.com. And also check us out at Twitter at untranslatable1. We thank you all so much for listening, and we will see you next time.